0: The following podcast is produced or sponsored by a community member. The content, views, and opinions expressed are those of the participants and do not reflect those of BMC or the town of Belmont. BMC welcomes your comments. Call us at 617-484-2443 or email us at access at belmontmedia.org. Gave you a couple extra seconds on the theme song there because uh, my guest wanted to hear that sax, So, uh, hello again. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of the TOST podcast with Coach Q here on the Belmont Media Podcast Network. I am Todd Bloniarz alongside. Belmont High School head football coach Jan Kuman. Yes, we are back for year number two of this. and want to remind all of you listeners that these shows are interactive. Your participation is welcome. If you have any questions for the coach, log into Twitter and be sure to use the hashtag QS4Q, Q-S-F-O-R-Q. If you don't remember that, Follow us uh, at tostbmc, and uh, we'll have it uh, always listed there with uh, the links to our podcasts or Toddcast as they may be. Uh, and of course, you can follow the coach <laughs> on Twitter. He is at q underscore coach, along with BHS football, which is at Marauder F-Ball. And as I mentioned, timeout for sports talk Twitter handle at tostbmc. You can also become a fan of our show by following us on Facebook and searching Timeout for Sports Talk Coach. Welcome back to year two. Thank uh, you. You've been renewed officially here on the yeah, uh, I, podcast. Yeah, I am very... back.
1: I'm, I'm excited. I'm glad to. Uh, uh, I yeah, know me. there was a little dicey in the contract talks there for... <laughs> come back, but I'm glad that uh, you know our people were able to work something out, and, and we're back, we're back in here.
0: Yeah, no, I am very glad to know. It's uh, it was fun last year, and uh, year one went very well. So like I said, let's uh, keep this going. And you know, one of the things I realized is we were supposed to schedule a show like after our, our last show last year turned out to be the uh, the, the Thanksgiving preview yeah, when we had all the yeah. captains in here, which was a great show, and in some ways not a bad way to end the season. Although the plan was to have you come back in and uh, talk, uh, kind of do a little wrap up of last year uh instead i guess well we'll do that but i think maybe in a way we'll sort of bring it all together of course sure. this is now this is year 2 of, of you being here on the podcast but uh, more importantly it's year 4 it is. Uh, for you as uh, the head coach of the Belmont high school football program 11 wins 22 losses uh 3 and 8 4 and 7 4 and 7 your first 3 years which looks you know some people might look at those numbers and just say well they're kind of you know, consistent or, you know, but here's, I'll bring, let me pull some stats together here and you can even tie this into last season and the way things ended up. The first year, a three and eight record, but your average margin of defeat in those eight losses was over 28 points. (laughs) And now, and you didn't win any league games. Now, 2015, you go four and seven, average margin of defeat in the seven losses down to 17 points. Okay. Much better. And you won a league game and you had some close losses in there as well. And then last year, another four and seven record but that average margin of defeat in, the se- in those seven losses down now to just under 12 points. So, again, you brought that margin down, uh, uh, two league wins, he so improved on that, and, again, some more close losses uh, in there as well. What yeah. was your thoughts looking back on last season? Because, obviously, four and seven two years ago, I know you had a lot of goals. We talked about them last yeah. year before last season, and uh, I know you didn't get to meet as many of them as w- you would like, but I think you, know, you had to look at the fact that it seemed like your team played much more competitively 2016 compared to 15 and your first year
1: yeah I mean I, I think that from a goal-setting perspective you know we didn't accomplish any of the three goals that we set for ourselves as a team and, and our team last year and the guys coming back this year they they know that you know we wanted a, a winning record we wanted to uh, make the playoffs and we wanted to beat Watertown um, and we went 0 for 3 um, on those goals you know so we're always very I think upfront with ourselves about what we did and what we didn't do, you know, and, and one of the things we talk about is accountability for self. And, um, you know, we had these three goals to accomplish and we didn't accomplish them. You know, that being said, from a coaching perspective, you know, our job is to kind of stack up where we're at in terms of our progression, you know, and I think that when I, Young coaches coming in for their first year as a head coach, you know, we—I'll I'll include myself in that—kind of have these grand visions for how these things are going to work out. You know, I'm going to come in here and I'm going to reinvent this thing, and you know, we're going to we're going to win ball games, and it's going to be awesome. Um, and it was still awesome in that first year, and that second year, and that third year. But it's all kind of part of this larger progression towards a goal. So you know, we were really proud of the steps that we took. Um, obviously, two league wins. We beat Winchester again for the second year, um, and then to beat Arlington in a in a thriller. Um, with I a, should
0: yeah. I'm not. I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, Coach. But I just no. want to point out both those wins were at Harris Field, which yep. made it great. The crowd got excited, and they had good reason because you had a walk off or a kickoff in yep. one uh, with thanks to Aiden in the Arlington game, and then Winchester. You, you know, Ben Jones gets the winning TD with like 19 seconds left. Yeah. So you had a couple of you know fantastic finishes, which really kind of pumped up. Yeah, the, and uh, I mean we felt we,
1: we left a couple. You know, we, we felt we left a couple points on the board in both of those games you know so we actually thought we probably could have performed a little bit better than we than we did not that we're we're dissatisfied with the win um and then we had close games you know against Woburn and and we lost a squeaker without Ben to against Waltham you know and then we we were driving to tie on Thanksgiving day and turn the ball over you know so we say that we're we're about two and a half minutes and you know eight points away from being from being eight and three you know for being seven and four and and that's Obviously, we'd prefer to be seven and four than four and seven, but being that close to seven and four is is not a bad place to be, and it, I think it provides a great springboard for us uh, going into into year four.
0: So yeah, let's uh, well, let's then uh, use that to, to go into uh, this year. And I guess before we talk about uh, the team, I know practices. This is what the second full week of practice, or yeah, pretty much. Okay. So uh, before we get to that, uh, maybe talk a little bit about you had uh, a few changes on the coaching staff. I was reading your we Facebook did. post where you, you gave a lot of nice props uh, uh, <laughs> to to your coaches. Coach Hill uh, heading to Matignon for the yeah. coaching gig there, or is that? Uh, yeah, Mikey. And is, when do they get on the schedule? Mike, <laughs> uh,
1: Mikey, Mikey <laughs> is the new so. head coach over at Matignon High School, which a coach is, uh, of course is where I teach, um, and Mike teaches there too. And, uh, we're just really proud of Mike. You know, he's, he was our head freshman coach last year. Um, this was a good opportunity to take. He's in the building over there. Um, you know, he's been working at the sub varsity level for, uh, four or five years as a coach. He was working with us over in Stoneham. you know, and, and that's a program that really needed a an energetic and driven, you know, coach to, to get kids out and kind of, I think, rebuild uh, faith and pride in the program. Um, you know, and 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 Mike's been doing that. I know they've got over over 40 guys on their roster, freshman to senior. And you know, for for us over in the Middlesex, that's not great. But for Matt and on over in the CCS, those are great numbers. You know, he's pretty much doubled uh, the numbers of, of, of guys on the field for them. So we're sad to lose Mike. He did a, he did a ton of work for us beyond just running our freshman program, but you know, uh, stat coding and Excel spreadsheet creation and all sorts of program administrative work. Um, he was a great guy for us in the offseason. We wish him uh, nothing but the best. And we've been we've been joking back and forth. We'll give him a couple years before we schedule a game or or uh, try to get him on a scrimmage schedule or something. We saw them at Elite Camp, and uh, one of his wide receivers made a great catch um, against our team. He was playing on a, a mixed team on their on their side and made a great catch. And Mike was standing out, I think, off to the sideline. He gave me a little little knowing smile and i said oh we'll get a joint practice together you know and um so maybe down the line we'll make that happen
0: well that's what i'm thinking right it, it might make more sense or at least you can speed up the process of having either a joint practice or even like a uh, you know maybe a, a, a an exhibition or whatever i mean or scrimmage i guess would be yeah, I as think, opposed to you know i know the regular season games are probably scheduled at least a, a couple years yeah advance, i mean i think so. right
1: now for them i, I don't want to speak for coach but i think right now you know mike is is where we were in year one, which was really trying to instill solid fundamentals and break some bad habits and rebuild from the ground up. And, you know, it's not in his interest or in ours for our two programs to meet right now, you know, um, where we have a four year head start on what it is that they're trying to do. And, and we know what it's like from that first year of, you know, having to go up against programs who were long established, uh, a lot more than four years too, you know? So, um, you know, we're we're letting him uh we're letting him get his feet wet a little bit, and we're behind him, and we're already looking at the schedule, trying to sync it up so that we can get over as a staff and a program to go watch a game and and support them. And you know, we got the Mike Hill big heads and the fat heads or whatever they're called and signs and all that stuff. So uh, he's a member of our family. We wish Mikey nothing but the best, and, and he's going to do a great job over there.
0: You want to talk briefly about any of your other departing coaches before we talk about some of the new... Yeah, I mean, you
1: know, we lost understand. we lost a lot of guys this year. Um, you know, we lost Brian Shea, who was our offensive line coach, got a new job um, that wasn't going to allow him to coach, and, you know, he's a 26, 27-year-old guy trying to develop his career, and, you know, he wanted to keep coaching, but sometimes, as, as the other coach who departed, Brendan Bond would say, that's life on life's terms, you know, and... <laughs> Um, he wasn't able to make that happen, and Brian's going to clock in for us a little bit here and there um, this year, helping with some huddle coding stuff, and and uh, maybe helping us up in the box a little bit. Um, so we were really sad to lose Bry, and, and Brendan, who was, you know, I think my best personal friend on the staff. You know, we we're the closest. We were the closest in age, and we went back a little bit. Um, He just got married and he's, you know, going back to school and finishing up his master's. And again, kind of had to do these these life things. And, and, you know, the door the door wasn't closing on either of those two guys. You know, they're they're taking care of some business. And when they're ready to get back into coaching, I told them, I hope I'm their first phone call. And they gave us such a great three years and uh, couldn't be where we are uh, without those guys.